Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, and welcome to Excel Radio. This is your host and high-performance expert, Dr. Nick Zarowski. In this episode, we're going to be talking about alternative ways to fight depression, specifically six different ways to fight depression naturally. Now, depression is something that is very difficult to either go through yourself or watch somebody go through. And a lot of the different options out there for you to fight depression aren't too compelling in most cases. So what we want to really do is uncover all the things that you can do. Millions of people are suffering from depression and we wanna help you fight it naturally. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I'm here with Ashley, and she's going to be co-hosting a show with me today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be back on the show. And I mean, this is a really big topic. Um, I don't even... How many people would you say is, are suffering from depression? I feel like in America, I, I know so many people who tell me they're on an antidepressant or they suffer from anxiety. Do you know how many people are suffering from this problem? Yeah, no, that's a good point. So the World Health Organization says 350 million people. So 350 million people are suffering from depression. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of different levels of depression. Um, I, you know, I kind of feel like, because when you say you know so many people who are suffering from depression, I know like a, a lot of people that just, you know, they, they're just not <laughs> real happy people. So they say, oh, I have depression. But then there's the people who are really suffering from right. depression, like at a level where no matter what they do, they can't change their state. And that's when it gets really, really tough. Um, so yeah, 350 million people, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, unfortunately, I've heard of too many stories, even on the news, of uh, depression cases gone bad where they're on antidepressants and uh, you know they're committing suicide and and all other types of things and they just have no hope so I think that this is a very important topic to talk about because we're talking about 350 million people who feel as though they have no hope yeah it's and it is it's a scary thing because you say no hope but also like you said you you get on some of these different antidepressant medications and it's one of those things where it's like you don't know what's scarier, the depression or the antidepressant because, um, you know, I can I can speak from uh, a place where I've had, um, you know, people close to me uh, either try to commit suicide on antidepressants or people close to me fighting depression. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a very uh, touchy subject and, and for people who are fighting depression, it's a big deal and it's mm-hmm. not to be taken lightly. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of these alternative therapies though because this is the big point and the, and the big thing that's really important is actually doing all the right things. You know, when you're actually having a health problem that um, is really devastating your life, it's important to not do one thing or two things. It's important to do all the right things, you know, and sometimes at the end of it, you don't even know what actually was the thing. A lot of people want to be able to pinpoint that one thing that just, you know, was the the miracle cure. However, a lot of times it's not that easy. So I always suggest just do everything, do everything that you can and do it right. And at the end of it, if you're better, then who cares what really got you better? Let's just be happy that you're better. But, um, the uh, first thing that we need to mention here when we talk about depression 
is and, and really gives you a huge boost is exercise because when you are depressed, um, you know there's even studies on this. Exercise is a huge, huge uh, booster for you. For you, oh, what okay. it does is it releases the feel good hormone um, and it helps change your mindset. It uh, really um, promotes and pushes the production of tryptophan and tryptophan is a precursor to serotonin now when we talk about serotonin I don't want to talk too much right this second about it um, but it's produ- it's a it's a neurotransmitter in a brain and for those people who are fighting depression if you can actually boost that neurotransmitter in the brain serotonin then it can really really help and it can even exercise can actually boost dopamine levels as well well i mean i'll tell you right now i although i don't know much about neurotransmitters and about what's physiologically going on in my brain when i exercise i can tell you that um I mean, as an athlete in high school, after playing a game or after a practice, I just felt alive. I felt energized. I felt excited. Uh, it's you just feel alive, and I think that you know they call it the runner's high, right? Right. Um, because when you go for a run, you are, almost get like a high off of it, and it must be because of these of these neurotransmitters. Right, neurotransmitters, and then there's <clears throat> one other thing. So there's something called. Uh, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And when that is released in the brain through exercise, neuroscientists actually found in studies that it reduces depression. Hmm, That's awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, that's something that you can do right now. It's not going to cost you anything. Um, When it comes to depression, sometimes you're lost. You don't know where to start. I mean, this is an easy thing you can do right now. Um, and you don't need a gym membership to get started. Just all you need is your, your feet and get moving. Right. And so for depression, you, it's, it's like a must that you need to go out and exercise. Now, the other thing that's really interesting about, um, uh, the exercise part is the effect that it has on the neurotransmitters. And the next topic we're going to talk about is balancing your neurotransmitters. Okay. Now there's serotonin, as I already mentioned in this, in, in, in the topic of neurotransmitters goes very closely to the exercise portion. Now, and, and you're going to hear too, serotonin will come up several times when you start talking about depression. It's in many, many studies, and it's very important to boost that serotonin levels, uh, in most cases with depression. So Balancing neurotransmitters. So there's actually tests you can take. Um, I've done these multiple times with patients. And what you can do is you can take a look at neurotransmitter levels. Mm-hmm. And in in so even if you're not necessarily taking a test, there's also questionnaires available too where you can fill out this questionnaire and it'll kind of give the uh, – Um, physician doctor an idea of where your transmitter levels may lay so with the neurotransmitters testing or or just coming to some kind of conclusion as to where your neurotransmitter levels are at is very important because um, as we mentioned with the exercise boosting that serotonin boosting that dopamine that that feel-good hormone you're just going to have such a, a higher chance of having a more positive mood and once again it's about doing a little bit of everything in order to actually get you in the state that you need to be when you're actually depressed right absolutely and what's that saying that you always say like you can't can't manage what can't manage what you can't, can't measure. measure. So, exactly. So, like you know, if you're suffering from depression and you're just kind of raking, raking, uh, 
yourself across the coals trying to figure out what it is that's causing that. You know, sometimes doing some lab testing is going to be absolutely necessary because once again, if you don't know that it's a problem, then you can't fix the problem. So mm-hmm. doing some neurotransmitter testing is going to be the uh, the, the second thing that we're, men- we're talking about here. So the first is exercise, two is during doing neurotransmitter testing. And so let's jump into number three. Number the three things, the number three thing that you can do when um, looking to fight depression is do meditation. So, um, and this is a topic. I, I think he's talked. If he's talked about it once, he's probably talked about it 10, 10 15 times. This is he did an entire podcast on uh, on uh, meditation with Kaylee Please a while ago, probably almost a year ago now. Um, Man, this is a topic that seems to be uh, repetitive. Um, I guess, how does this pertain to depression? All right, well, the Journal of Psychiatric Practice states that mindfulness meditation is one of the most effective forms to fight, uh, uh, most effective forms of meditation in order to fight depression. Um, Though most forms of meditation is very beneficial, mindful meditation is what they found to just be the absolute best and even with some research support behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what they found too is people who did mindful meditation it, they were more likely to not only have decreased depression symptoms, but also they were able to actually keep the depression off and help the depression stay away long term. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's the other thing too, right? So, I mean, taking a pill is, um, it might be a, a quick fix in some cases, but you stop taking it, you still have that imbalance in your body. You're still unable to uh, to think clearly and, and and go about your life the way you need to. And this is a these what we're talking about here are long term, real ways to heal your body so that you can you can find happiness again and you can find peace again. So that's a good point to make that this is long term effects as well. Um, and I know that you have an article on this at newvisionexcel.com on mindful meditation. It gives you step-by-step on how to start performing that today. So head over to the newvisionexcel.com and just uh, type in meditation in the search bar. You'll be able to find that guide. And we'll also link to it in the show notes. Yeah, and so mindful, mindfulness meditation, if you're not familiar with it, is basically, you know, you're, you're in uh, you know quiet room, you're able to relax, but what you're doing is you're just paying attention to, you know, where you are in space. You know, what do your feet feel like? What do your hands feel like? And you just pay attention to your body in space and you just focus on that and be mindful of self and then just try to calm your mind. And um, once again, jump into the how-to guide. We've talked, I've written articles on this, like you mentioned, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think if you're fighting depression or if you just need help relaxing, I mean, if you're an anxiety bomb like some people are or you have problems with depression, like the uh, mindfulness meditation is a good one to actually utilize. Absolutely. And I think like uh, the other topic that kind of goes really hand in hand with meditation is uh, yoga. I, you know, yoga is one of those things that you always hear meditation going with. And I think that's interesting because it's another one of the therapies we're talking about today. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing you brought up yoga because that's number four. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, mindfulness meditation was three. Now let's jump into yoga and that's number four. So yoga actually is research proven to help 
fight depression. And so they actually, in San Francisco, they took 38 adults were recruited for depression and 20 of them were selected randomly for a 90 minute yoga session twice a week for eight weeks. And when they concluded the study, they found that the yoga participants had the greatest decline in depression and they were more likely to achieve remission longer than those who did not utilize yoga at all. And so once again, yoga is actually proven to fight depression. And, you know, just like mindfulness meditation, it slows you down. Yoga is one of those workouts that I think most people could use um, because they're so wound up, they're so tight, um, so stressed out. Um, you know, doing some yoga, a nice slow body weight workout that requires you to stress and relax. There's not a society um, that needs it more than America when it comes to that. So yoga can be a huge, uh, supporter in actually helping you fight depression. I know that I really like to do yoga. It's something that I try to get in once a week, at least once every other week. It's, it's something that's not only calming, but it just, it's, it's a de-stressor. Um, I, I, I enjoy the hustle and bustle of life, right? Like we are all stressed, we're all busy. Um, although I don't fight depression myself, it's something that I'm able to just calm down and relax and uh, take care of my body. It's good for your good for your overall health, really. Yeah, and and the yoga just helps stretch those ligaments, those muscles, and and do all the things that people really need from a physical standpoint as well, and a structural and musculoskeletal standpoint. So you know, not only will it help you fight depression, but it can help you um, in in a manner to maintain the integrity of your body as well. So that's a great reason to use it as well, even if you don't suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. And so the next thing we want to jump into is natural supplementation, okay? And so we could probably have guessed from the very beginning that we're going to talk about some of the supplements because if you want your body to perform well, you always have to be mindful of the fuel that you're putting in it, okay? And so there's many supplementations, uh, supplements out there that actually will support uh, you fighting depression, overcoming depression, and also help your body in many other ways as well. So one of the f- um, first ones I want to talk about is fish oil. So the uh, omega-3 fats are incredibly important for neurotransmitter function and balancing of the brain. In neuroscience therapeutics, re- researchers performed three studies included the use of omega-3 fatty acids and depression. The research concluded that the omega-3s had highly significant effects with the people who were using it. And one of the studies concluded that there was a 50% reduction in depressive symptoms in just one month, okay? So that's just by taking fish oil alone, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one, fish oil. Now, But I know that there's, I mean, we've been talking about fish oil in the health field for 10, 15 years now, right? But there's a, there's a quality issue there, right? So what should people be looking for in their fish oil? Right. Now, that's a great question because, um, as you mentioned, there's a quality issue. Um, well, that's because some fish oil can actually glow in the dark. It's a little trick that it has. <laughs> and but, but what I mean by that is that, like, not all fish oil is created equal. I mean, there's fish oil that has heavy metals in it. There's fish oil that's coming from fish that are in toxic, radioactive waters. Um, I mean, there's just so many different variables. And the best I can say is 
go to a source that you trust. And if you're just grabbing one off the shelf at the store, you're um, heading down the wrong path. I mean, I know that like when we formulated our fish oil, I mean, I went, you know, through the research I went and I take the um, company that's producing it and I shake them upside down in order to figure out every little detail of everything so I mean I went through extensive work to actually um, get our fish oil produced so um, you know I, I know that that uh, is a very high quality the NeuroBoost um, but you know other than that you just have to really trust your source and you have to really know where it's coming from and know the details and if on it, it tastes fishy Look, it's not good. Like it's it's probably rancid. So that's yeah. that's key number one. Number two, don't look for the cheapest one. Look for the best quality and the purest form. Otherwise, you're not doing yourself any good. And you're wasting your money. Yeah. Well, a lot of people do waste money on supplements because they are just trying to find the cheapest thing. And like at the end of the day, just like anything, you get what you pay for. And um, you know, fish oils certainly, like you mentioned, the rancid uh, issue. I mean, a lot of fish oils are rancid. Um, so, you know, they have to be stored in a cool place. So if, if you, uh, you know, are getting fish oil from a store where the fish oils were shipped in a truck that the inside of the, the box of the truck was at some point 110 degrees or something, well, there's a good chance that uh, your fish oils are going are gonna to be mm-hmm. rancid. So, you know, that's, that's something you got to be um, cognizant of. Now, the other big one is vitamin D3. Um, now, vitamin D3 is very much involved with seasonal depression, okay? So that's why you get places like here in Michigan where we're at where everybody's depressed. You know, this past January, we had one sunny day. Every other day, every day of January was cloud covered but one. And so what happens is you're not getting that vitamin D3 and then um, it, it's just naturally how our bodies work. You can become very depressed, okay? Absolutely. And so we're not the only place in the world that has this issue. There's mm-hmm. in the winter months, many places. Um, it, and yeah. And I mean, it's not just like being in the winter months too. I mean, people sit inside all day long. I mean, when's the last time you went outside and just enjoyed being outside for a few hours? And a lot of people don't make time for that. So they're not getting the sunlight to produce vitamin D in their bodies. Right. And that's a good point. Yeah. How many people are working desk jobs now? Okay. So you work in that desk job, you're never getting outside. It's estimated that you need to be having 30 minutes of sunlight on your skin every single day in order to not be vitamin D deficient. And most of us cannot say that we do that. I know that I can't even say that I do it every single day, you know, especially in the winter, it's, it's literally zero. So anyway, be aware of that. Vitamin D3 is a big one. Fish oil is a big one. The last one is a B complex. B vitamins support neurotransmitter function, like that big one we talked about, serotonin, and uh, essentially supporting the whole depression issue. It also is research proven that B12 and folate, which support the methylation pathways, can play a large role in reducing depressive symptoms when they are sufficient efficient in the body. All right. So should they be looking for um, maybe a, a methylation support or, should, or B vitamins? What would you recommend there? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. A good B complex is good. I mean, I'm recommending a B complex, but you know, methylation is also a very important um, part of this too. I mean, if I was working with a patient, I would have a methylating without a doubt. Um, 
if you don't know methylation, uh, we, ha we have a methylation support. And then there's another one that I'll use too called Moore's as well. Um, sometimes I hit methylation from several different angles and uh, even using more than one formula at once. So, I mean, it really just depends on, on the patient. But um, methylation, if you, if you, I don't want to get into that too much. Um, yeah, it's a pretty heavy topic. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a whole other rabbit trail we don't want to run down. But um, when it comes to uh, depression, um, methylation can be very important. And um, literally just go to our store and type in methylation. You'll see the different ones that I use in there. And you can read on them and all that. And, and we'll uh, also link to them in the show notes too to make it a little simpler for you. Right, right. And so, yeah, B, uh, a B complex, but methylation, certainly. Okay. Certainly. Good. Yeah. Uh, diet is a big one, too. Okay. Once again, let's, the, these are some of the obvious ones. And I always say that the biggest um, and strongest tool in your, in your toolbox when it comes to healing anything is your diet. I mean, if you are following um, a good quality diet, that's, it's just a must. So like, yeah, that's great. We can talk about supplementation and exercise and all this stuff, but it really needs to start with the diet. I think this is the foundation right here in which you need to build upon. And so, I mean, so much so when we, um, are, uh, working with patients here, um, we actually went through the effort and created the heal yourself cookbook and diet guide because it's, it's essential for everybody to, um, to be on and um and it's it's, it's very important mm -hmm. and unfortunately it's one of the most difficult changes in the beginning to make because there's so many questions i mean what can i eat what can't i eat how you know how do i prepare this etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's again why we put the cookbook together because it takes out that guesswork for you it's literally when we were working with patients it's the easiest thing to hand them and say, this is your diet guide, eat from here and you'll be, you'll be safe. Right. And, and to give you a basis of the diet, no sugar, no grains, and um, having uh, eat moderate protein and, healthy and fats. a lot of healthy fats. Okay. So obviously we break it down much further in the book and um, also give you tons of recipes, but that's the basis behind it. Okay. Now I want to give you an example um, about how your diet is very much linked to um, supporting you in depression. And so the, the, the British Journal of Psychiatry examined the link between depression and dietary patterns in 3,486 patients. Of those two groups, the first ate a diet similar to the one outlined in the Heal Yourself cookbook that I just mentioned, and the other group ate a diet with fried foods, grains, sugars, processed dairy. Standard American diet, sounds like. <laughs> right. The, the uh, sad standard American diet. And then after five years, the research concluded uh, that those on the high-quality diet had lower depression, whereas the groups on the poor-quality diet had increased risk in depression, okay? So there's a prime example. Once again, this is all research-proven, so I wouldn't mention it if the research didn't stand behind it. And so um, you know, a couple things that I want to break down, um, you know, because I already mentioned a little bit of detail, so kind of the basis beside, behind the Heal Yourself diet, but... Um, also, um, some things that you need to look into is probiotic-rich foods, um, lean, high-quality protein, you know, high-quality meats and things like that, not just your, your typical cheapest meat you can find, um, good healthy fats, your avocados, your coconut oil, a lot of fruits and vegetables, and then also, lastly, omega-3-rich foods. 
Awesome. So that's six six ways to fight uh, depression using alternative therapies. These are all natural things that you can do. These, in I mean, whether you're fighting for depression or not, these are six things that really everyone should be doing. Um, we should be exercising and eating right. We should be taking the right supplementation. We should be practicing yoga and mindful meditation. All of these things are optimizing our body um, and, and really helping us express life to the fullest. All right, so I'm gonna throw in a little bonus. I'm gonna to try to retrace here because some of these different things like exercise, I wanna kinda of give you the most bang for the buck. I already talked about some of the details in each one of these sections, but you know, when it comes to a couple of these, I wanna mention a few more things. And everything I mentioned, we'll try to make sure we put in the show notes so you can go and you can click on it because I'll just mention articles that I've written on it. I'll mention different supplementation that um, I utilize um, uh, clinically. So anyway, I'll mention these things and then you can have the opportunity to be able to go click on it and be able to um, research it a little bit further, okay? But when it comes to exercise, okay, first of all, the more intense you go, the more benefit you're gonna get out of it. Now, um, when it comes to exercise, I like high intensity interval training. I'm not um, a guy who only does that by any means. You know, I'm an athlete, I train at all levels. But um, high intensity interval training is a great way to actually get the most bang for the buck and really boost those positive uh, brain hormones. And so that's a great way if you're looking for something a little bit lesser or a lot of bit lesser, I should say, just a 30 minute walk a day, at least be doing a 30 minute walk a day. Um, you know, there, there's so many studies on a 30 minute walk a day, it reduces heart disease by 90%. Um, and it's still going to have, um, you know, a positive boost on your uh, brain hormones and still get that brain derived neurotrophic factor that is being released in those bo- the boost in serotonin and, and, and dopamine. Okay, so those are two things, high intensity interval training, and at the very very least a 30 minute walk a day, but any form of exercise is going to be really beneficial for you if you're uh, fighting depression. Now, balancing neurotransmitter, a couple things here. Um, Once again, I'm a big fan of the testing. I'm a big fan of being able to measure things so that you can manage um, the details of the, the issue at hand or if nothing else, actually just determine that it's not an issue at all and be able to, um, take that off your mind. So balancing neurotransmitters test is great. And then the other thing is there's neurotransmitter supports out there. Okay. So for instance, like I'll use one called, um, dopatone, which is designed to support, um, the production of dopamine. And then I'll use one called serotonin is that it's actually designed to support serotonin production. Okay. And so, you know, the same thing goes, um, uh, Gabitone, and there, there's several different neurotransmitter supports um, that we offer, and you can actually those names. <clears throat> once again, we'll try to link to them, but we utilize um, all of those clinically, and also um, those neurotransmitter um, those neurotransmitter supports are great. So um, I certainly um, would say do some testing, determine where the issue is, and then that might be something that you want to consider as well. Uh, meditation, mindfulness meditation. There's really not much for me to jump into. I kind of already mentioned it quite a bit. You look at the how-to guide, um, mindfulness meditation, just so you're doing it right. And I've I've done a another podcast on it, as we mentioned, and I've written an article on it. So just go ahead and take a look into that. As far as yoga goes, um, 
there's a couple ways you can do it. First of all, there's yoga studios everywhere anymore. Yoga is a pretty hot thing anymore. It's kind of a cool thing to do. Um, me personally, I don't really have the time to do that. Um, so what I'll typically do is just uh, more of like an at-home yoga. I've, I've been around exercise and, and working out so long that I can do it from, I could just do a whole yoga routine off the top of my head. But one of the things you can do is just buy a CD. For instance, like there's that company Beachbody that sells like a million workout programs. Um, and I know that one that I've done in the past uh, is called One-on-One with Tony Horton. And that one's a pretty good one. It's like a 35 minute, pretty chill yoga. Um, nothing too extreme. I mean, there's, there's, it, it gets a little, it, it amps up a little bit in the middle or something along those lines, but it's pretty, pretty much a chill yoga. Um, but then there's ones much lesser than that, much more relaxing than that, than that even. So as far as a natural supplementation, I mentioned, um, the fish oil. I like to use NeuroBoost. Um, there's plenty, if, if you want to, um, use another brand out there, obviously that's your choice. Um, not a concern of mine. Just make sure that you actually have researched it and understand. I just mentioned NeuroBoost because I've already done the research for you. If you want to use it, it's very high quality. And that's, that's the one, um, that, uh, we have actually, um, uh, been producing for a while now. Uh, vitamin D3, my suggestion on that one is to make sure you take it with a K2. So if you're a K2 deficient, you have a hard time absorbing vitamin D3. So take vitamin D3 with a K2. We also offer vitamin D3 with a K2 simply just because um, so many people are K2 deficient. Not to go down a rabbit trail here, but people are K2 deficient because the fact that they eat really poor quality meats. And cows, for instance, that eat grass and graze and have a good healthy life style, they have good healthy levels of K2. And cows, for instance, uh, in, in the, the beef from cows who are not uh, living a good healthy life, uh, you know, as in living in a in a barn with five thousand other cows and just eating grain all day and um, not outside getting sun and eating uh, you know good fresh green grass they have def- they're deficient in K two then essentially you're deficient because you're eating you're eating an animal a product that is not giving you the nutrients you need so uh, long story short take vitamin D three with a K two. As far as the B-complex, we mentioned check out some of the different methylations and the B-complex as well. Um, As far as diet goes, jump into the Heal Yourself cookbook. We have the Heal Yourself program. Um, You know, I just mentioned these things because I've been doing this for a long time and I know I know what's easy and I know what's hard and I'm giving you the easiest routes. Um, uh, The basis behind the Heal Yourself diet is to decrease sugar, decrease grains, um, and eat high quality lean protein, increase your level of high quality fats you're eating, have probiotic rich foods, eat lots of fruits and vegetables, and then lastly, omega-3 rich foods. And if you do all these things that I mentioned, my goodness, I don't see how you couldn't see some good results with depression. And depression is not a fun thing. Um, I know it runs in my family and uh, it certainly is devastating when people have it. So if you know somebody who has depression, please share this with them and make sure that uh, they have this information as well. And um, if you have any questions or you need to reach out or you have a family member, someone that needs to reach out, by all means, we'd love to help them. And so that's it for this show. Now, the next show, 
you're going to love it because we're going to talk about marijuana. And um, that's going to be, that's a hot topic. Um, it's a very politically charged topic. It's one that people get really squirrely over when we start talking about. But let me tell you, once I describe it and, and, and tell you all the details of it and talk about the research of it, you're going to see um, that you actually love the topic of marijuana as well. So anyway, we'll talk about that next time. And thanks for listening. We appreciate having you as a listener. And thank you for supporting the show. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.